The world's changed a lot in the last 18 months. And I'll talk a bit about the lockdown and what that means for your personal brand. There's a lot of people online really upset at the moment. All you have to do is go and watch one of my videos. You can fucking see them all. <laughs> and I don't think they really get the power of the world we're in right now. Like, think about the world we're in right now, the opportunity. So, 40 years ago, you go to work, it was probably a factory. Your mate's there on the conveyor belt with you, passing you something to check. Got a personal brand, mate. Fuck's that? <laughs> a personal brand. And now, people are pissed off because there's too many social media channels. Now, they're really pissed off about that. There's too much opportunity. There's too much money. Overwhelm. They're pissed off. And I don't get it. Like, opportunity. think about opportunity. There's this kid called Ryan. You know who I'm talking about. There's this kid called Ryan. He opens toy boxes. $27 million he earned last year. Fucking little shit. Where's mine? $27 million. Ryan's Toy Review is his channel. $27 million. Now, Steve Jobs and all the big entrepreneurs would say, takes 10 years to be an overnight success. He's fucking eight. <laughs> Steve Jobs. <laughs> That's the world we're in. We're in the world where people make 15 million winning a computer game competition. So everyone's going to go home and go, get the fuck on the PlayStation, you little shit. 12 hours a day on the PlayStation, son. Fuck your homework off. Now more than ever, you can turn your passion into your profession. Your vocation into your vacation. You can love what you do and do what you love. You can find a niche, the thing you love to express, and you can use free social media. You don't even have to pay. Free social media, and you can express the true version of yourself without paying a therapist, and you can get paid for it. Like, my rants are pure fucking therapy. They save me 500 quid a month, which is what a therapist would cost. And then you can do it on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and YouTube and Twitter and Clubhouse and Green Room and Fireside and OnlyFans, across all these social channels. And you can... I, I know of 18 different ways to monetize social media with your clothes on. We have to sign up to my OnlyFans. <laughs> it's my 99 pence a year, my OnlyFans is. Lifetime upgrade. Um, yet people are overwhelmed. People are angry. People are upset. People are pissed off. And I think that's a real shame. And I think they're missing this great opportunity. So what I'm going to do for the next 55 minutes and 15 seconds is share with you some things I think could be useful for you in building your personal brand. So first thing I'm going to talk about is what Influencer 3.0 is. Next thing will be content, but as an asset. I'm giving you an agenda here. Um, I'm known for going a bit over time. I'm not going to do it this time. So I'm going to let you just pick them, because I probably can't cover them all. We're going to talk about the business model of information. There's a Russian YouTube dancer. She's eight years old. She does nearly 10 million a year um, in YouTube dancing. You know, these TikTokers. You know when Gary Vee was telling everyone to get on TikTok? You know, I'm not going to fucking dance like that. Bet you wish you did. <laughs> Bet you wish you did. Um, all right. Then we're going to talk about omnipresence. Then we're going to talk about multiple streams of income. Then we're going to talk about subscription revenue. Then we're going to talk about hacking virality. Then we're going to... This is my favorite, actually. 
the power of pissing people off. <laughs> if you've got any spare haters, I'll take them. I need more. Um, so that, this is the agenda for the next three and a half hours. <laughs> Just put Ed Milet back a few hours, will you? So pick one. Which Where do you want me to start? I can, I can do this in any fucking order. Where do you want me to start? The, let's have it a bit louder. We're definitely going straight to that one, aren't we? For Christ. Okay. The power of pissing people off. Let's start with that. Right. So many people will tell you what a brand is. A brand is an identity. It's mind space. It's standing for something. It's a vision. It's a mission. They'll tell you all these things. What you stand for. I got a revelation a couple of years ago. I actually think that a strong brand knows who it pisses off. And like Lamborghini weren't trying to make friends with Ferrari. Lamborghini, the, the story is famous, where apparently Enzo Ferrari trolled Lamborghini for making tractors. And now Lamborghini is one of the biggest brands in the world. And on my Facebook page where I do live videos, the videos that go the most viral are when I piss the most people off. There's one of them just over there by the sound of it. When I piss the most people off. In fact, let's have a bit of fun because life's quite short and a lot of shit goes on in the world. So why don't we just have some fun? I'm going to get my Facebook page up. Hopefully, we've got a good internet connection here. Depends how much you charge you for the tickets, I guess. Let's have a look. Oh, I'm live. Uh, hello, me. All right. If you go onto my Facebook page, just, I mean, you've all got your fucking phone out anyway. You're not actually listening to me. Um, yeah, so if you go onto my Facebook page, Rob Moore Progressive, I'll get three new followers living the dream. So yeah, if you go, there's a video on there called Rant, a four-day work week. What the actual fuck? And I just had a little chat about the implications of a four-day work week post-lockdown. He's watching it now. <laughs> so, what the fuck you on about, you muppet? That's one of them. Don't actually watch it. <laughs> yeah. Mug, full of it, you oaf, you moron, idiot, shut up, dude, calm down, you'll have a heart attack. I actually nearly did at one point, that's useful feedback, you should watch more of my videos, mate. Let's have a look. Dumbbell, I've never been called a dumbbell before, it's quite, quite creative, motherfucker. Who the fuck are you, a dumb shit English nationalist? You're making a complete dick out of yourself. Yeah, but I'm fucking rich. <laughs> I think you have issues, pal. Yeah, I do. Making about 20 million a year out of those issues. Stop shouting. Kind of got a point there. Good feedback. There's some good feedback in here. You sound like a right mush. Fanny. I've never been called a fanny before. I wonder if that's the American version. I can't really say this one. K-U-N-T. Thick K-U-N-T. That, I mean, that's, just, that's not just a C-U-N-T. That's next level shit. K-U-N-T. Dumbo, wagger. Fuck you, you prick. Is there anyone in the room under age 16? Probably should have checked that out first. Yeah, Nick's kids. Fuck. <laughs> It's all right, they know me. Yeah. Oh, my, this is fucking awesome. This is awesome. I actually went before my talk and read these while taking a piss, because that's what we all do now, and really felt good. So why am utter bollocks? Twat. <laughs> there's more, there's more. Should we just do the whole talk on this? Yeah. All right, so why do I not give a fuck? Number one, I don't know these people. 
Number two, they don't know me. Number three, they're pissed off about something. Number four, they're just helping me go viral. Like, we all want the fans, don't we? Of course we do. We want the fans. But the fans don't help you go viral. It's the critics who help you go viral. So the power in a personal brand is being okay with pissing people off. Because what happens if you're not? What happens if you're not okay with upsetting someone? Like, really think about it. Be honest with yourself. Because I know, I'm, I'm glad you picked this first. Because I had it last, which would have meant I've only had a minute on it. And we'd have just brushed over it. But I know, did Nick say earlier at this event, I, be honest, are you playing safe? Did he say that? Did he fucking say that? Give me a yes if he said that. Yeah, you're still playing safe now. If you put content out there to not piss people off, you will essentially dilute and vanillaize what you say. And therefore, you'll attract the people who are interested in the diluted and vanilla version of you, which is not very many. And then you're pissed off with yourself for putting so much content out there. Why is Gary Vee and Grant Cardone and maybe a bit of me successful with their content? I'm doing as many hours as them. You feel like a $5 hoe and you're your own pimp at the same time. Doesn't feel good. But when you... Now, by the way, what it doesn't mean is be Grant Cardone or Nick or Gary Vee or me. It means being the true expression of you. That's what it means. So number one, you should write this down. Thank you, by the way. Um, number one, do you know who you really are? And number two, are you prepared to piss people off to show the world who you really are? <laughs> but I sounded like such a paedophile when I said that. <laughs> no, you must be. Yes. Wanker. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's ethically not right? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. My mentor, John Demartini, said, the law of lesser pisser Rob states if you have a choice between pissing yourself off and someone else off, choose them every time. <laughs> Damn right. Can you be the best mum if you avoid all conflict and people please your whole life and put everyone else before yourself? No. It's, this is not a one-to-one. -one. <laughs> now, look, I, I can't even see you. I don't even know who's trolling. That's when you know you're a professional. You're blind to your trolls. You can't even see them. I'm just playing. I... But you're pissing me off right now. I'm trying to do a talk. <laughs> And you seem really happy with it. <laughs> Fucking hell. Are you one of my competitors? <laughs> Troll Rob ruin his talk. Man, motherfucker. <laughs> oh. Right. I think feedback forms get given out towards the end. So, um. But I'm not, I'm not letting this one go. I want to see the penny drop with some of you. Because... You know, what do you stand for? Yeah, but what do you stand against? What do you think's fucking wrong in the world? So using this lady as an example, might not want to piss people off, but what if she's a vegan and she thinks it's immoral to eat meat? She should fucking speak up. And if she thinks it's immoral and cruel and evil to eat meat, she should be on a mission to piss everyone off who's eating meat. Otherwise, shut up. No, not, not you. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 actually do. <laughs> do you know what? I've done 1,200 speeches and it just, I'm always surprised. Um, but do you st hopefully you see what I'm trying to say here. It's Rob again and I have an exciting announcement to make to you, my podcast listeners. So I wrote in my book, Life Leverage, about leveraging time. And let's be honest, no one is getting less busy. Maybe you listen to podcasts now on two times speed. Maybe you 2X and 3X audiobooks. We've now got 
two times speed on WhatsApp messages. And it's for this reason that I absolutely love Blinkist. And it's for two reasons. Reason number one is, if there's a book you want to listen to, but it's eight hours long, you can go on Blinkist and get the 15 minute summary to then decide if you're going to invest eight hours in a book. Reason number two is, the 15 minute summaries on Blinkist are really good. And if you don't want to go deep on a book, and there's loads of other books in your library that you haven't listened to yet, you can blink them and listen to the 15 minute summaries. I also like Blinkist because I can inform myself in bite-sized chunks and times. Listen to Blinkist in the car, listen to Blinkist in the gym. If I've got a busy day, I can always squeeze in one or two books on Blinkist. So right now, Blinkist has a very special offer just for my audience, you listeners on The Disruptive Entrepreneur. So if you go to Blinkist.com forward slash Rob, you can start a seven-day free trial and get 25% off a Blinkist premium membership. So it's Blinkist. B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com forward slash Rob. Get 25% off and a seven-day trial. I only ever recommend people and companies I personally use. I love Blinkist with the changing world and the massive information. So go to Blinkist.com forward slash Rob. So I love capitalism. I love the free markets. So my job is to piss off communists and socialists. I love the fact that you can have an idea and you can go and make money out of it. So my job is to piss off the bitches, the moaners, the complainers, the drainers, the sponges. You know, I mean, look, I could liberate a lot of my haters. Most of them just haven't had sex for 17 years. <laughs> Fucking lucent, I shouldn't really say that, but... You know, people bring all their angst to your social media. And they're the people you want to piss off. And like, I was having a chat. We were having a supporter dinner. So I have um, about 3,000 people who are my supporters who pay just a few pounds a month. Um, and they get some extra content and we had a dinner. And everyone around, everyone kind of gathered around like Rob had the marshmallows. And... A question came up about putting yourself out there more on social media and worrying about what people think about you and how they will judge you and what they will say about you. And even the people with the most bravado were leaning in because I know everyone feels it. Why? Because it is human nature to want to be loved for who you are. It is human nature. So I've got a little model for you when it comes to your content. Number one is you have to show the world who you really are. And that's probably the deepest, simple question. Like, look in the mirror and go, who am I? That, don't you answer that one. <laughs> Just play him. <laughs> who am I? I mean, that's deep, isn't it? But if you can get your head around at that and, and, and know who that is 80% of the time, that's the person you've got to put out on social media. That's the person. I'll give you another random example. I'm going to go on lots of tangents. So, like you usually hear this in relationships, but you also hear it in brand. I just want to be loved, appreciated, and accepted for who I am. But when you put out a diluted, vanilla, false, puffed up, or shied down version of yourself, who do you attract? The people who are attracted to a false version of you, which is why you haven't got more followers, more fans, more critics, more trolls, which is why you're not more viral and which is why you're not making more money. You know, David Goggins sat on this stage and like he says, you can't hurt me. He is hurt. I know David. I interviewed him upstairs when he came here last time, but he's using his hurt and he's making millions out of it in a personal brand. I mean, that's pretty awesome. So number one is, you have to show the world who you really are, number one. Number two, you have to be grateful for the critics. And that, for a lot of people, is a mindset shift. I hear people all the time say, oh, but I don't want to be trolled. Or people will say things that aren't fair or are wrong. So what you're essentially saying is this, I only want fans. Forgive me, but who the fuck are you to make that request from the universe? Oi, 
OnlyFans, not OnlyFans. <laughs> well, you make a lot of money out of that. For a million pound a month, I would get full butt naked. I'd do it. You're doing it as well, aren't you? Million? Million a month? You, yeah. Me? Yeah. Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> we'll do it for 20 pound a month. <laughs> so you have to be grateful for your haters I love my haters no one else does I'm doing good for the planet I love my haters without my haters people aren't talking about me like I hope that 15% of you in this room dislike me more by the end of the talk I've probably just manifested it by saying that. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. But one thing I can say of doing 1,200 speeches over 15 years, and I've done 150 million pounds in um, online course sales in about 12 years, have 1,200 tenants in hundreds of properties. Our latest development is about 25 million pounds. I've written 18 books. I've got millions of listeners to my podcast on my social media. Me just saying that, at least 10% of you are like twat. That's truth. For years, people have been asking me where I buy my watches. Many of you may know I'm a watch collector, I'm a watch investor, and those as an asset class have done me very well in the last 15 years. I have never shared where I source my watches from or my watch dealer until now. My watch dealer used to be a professional footballer for Manchester United, and he formed a watch brand called Broadwalk. And he sources the higher-end brands like Rolex, Audemars Piguet, Patek Philippe and Richard Mille. I trust him, I've used him for many years, and recently we've done a partnership. Hence, I'm inviting you, if you want to start investing in watches and protect your money from the banks and inflation, to check out Broadwalk. That's B-R-O-A-D-W-A-L-K. And the website is broadwalkgroup.com. The email is sales at broadwalkgroup.com. And please don't share this, but his number is 07496 878153. Obviously, only message him if you're serious about buying and investing in the higher-end watches. People have been asking me for years, and for the first time ever, you can get access to my watch team. It's truth. So if someone thinks I'm a twat for speaking the truth, that's on them, not on me. Now, I'm not talking about me, of course. I'm talking about you. We're 23 minutes into a 60-minute presentation. I'm still on this subject. I'm not letting this go until you get it. All right, the next thing then, so be grateful for your haters. The next thing then is you have to go and post regularly. You have to be consistent. Now, that is, no, one wants to, no one came to this talk to hear someone say, be consistent. Don't, people don't want to hear that. They want to hear the quicker shit. But you wouldn't plant a seed. Go and make dinner. Come back the next day. Where's my fucking tree? No, you wouldn't. So why are you taking that attitude to your personal brand? You have to keep doing it. Stay consistent. Attract more critics, more trolls, more haters, more punks, more wankers. There's different levels. Wankers, well, actually, K-U-N-T is the top one now. Got a new level, new level, new devil. Right, anyway, does anyone have one final question on pissing people off? Make it a good one. What's your name? Laura. Laura. Hi, Laura. That's a shame. <laughs> Thank you, Laura. Thank you very much. Why did you want to not like me? Be honest. So, but you didn't want, you didn't want to like me, but you want people to like you. The universe is a mirror. Write that one down. No, no, go carry on. But you're scared. Yes. Why? But how liberated would you be if you accepted that being disliked is okay and it's on them and not on you? Was that an orgasm you just did there? <laughs> Gordon was, it looked like one. <laughs> That's how I roll. Rob's speaking has gone to another level. <laughs> Lover, hater. There you go. That's how the universe works. So, um, look, you, 
This is an important part. Thank you, Laura. And you want to write this down. The very important thing when you go and try and piss people off is, one, you're clear on who you want to piss off. I don't want to piss everyone off. I mean, you know, you've all got to buy my shit. I don't want to piss you all off. Uh, actually, do you know what? I'm going to soften it a bit for you, Laura. I probably shouldn't. I should probably go real hard at this point. But I'm going to soften it. Be okay with being disliked. How's that? That's just a bit of a level down. But you, David Goggins isn't, isn't there on his social media going, oh, I'm worried, uh, just you know, worried about pissing someone off. JP Sears, he's a friend of mine, he's massive on social media, that ginger, long ginger-haired guy. His content has gone new level, new level, new level. He's just pissing more and more people off, and he is going viral. Nicole Arbor, she's a friend of mine. She's got millions of followers on social media. She's just pissing more and more people off, new level. You're going to hate me for saying this, but Donald Trump, he knows how to build a personal brand. He knows how to build a personal brand. Like, I, I challenge you to look at Donald Trump with a beginner's student's mindset instead of your baggage around what you think about him. What a fucking good marketer. Like, that's him. <laughs> now, values, I'm not talking about values, but I'm, I'm using his example because I know he's triggering. I know that. But he is prepared to piss people off in the plight of his own vision. Now, the key here, Laura, and everyone is, when you know who you really are, you know who you're prepared to be disliked by. And I'm not saying, you know, everyone's going to be doing live videos going, fuck you, because Rob Moore said. <laughs> K-U-N-T. <laughs> no. All right, thank you, Laura. I hope the orgasm was good. <laughs> right, which one are we doing next? Pick one. Content. Yeah, should we do content? Should we do, yeah, we'll do content. Content asset. Order in court. I can hear the mumblings. Look at that sexy bastard on the stage. Laura wants my number. <laughs> right. Content as an asset. Hopefully I've helped you with your mindset now. Now let's help you with your time management. If I said to you, you've got to do five hours of content a day like Gary Vee was for the last 20 years, that's probably going to upset you a little bit. You've got kids, you've got a life, you've got shit you've got to get on with, you've got a business. What if I said, commit to half an hour a day and create an asset out of that piece of content? Would that be better? Would that be easier? Could you commit to that? Can I get a yes? Yes. All right. So, commit right now. Write it down and commit to doing 30 minutes of content every day. And if you're religious, you can miss your day of rest. That's absolutely fine. So, 30 minutes a day. Now, you can either do one piece of content or two. One 30-minute or two 15-minute. I'll leave that to you. And then what you do is you create a lasting asset out of that content. Now, I have been gobbing off for 15 years, and I've made a lot of money doing it, like in, the, in excess of hundreds of millions of pounds. But in the early years, gob off, finish, the content's gone. Next day, gob off, finish, the content's gone. It was like I was ranting into a black hole. And only the people in the black hole in the moment would get my content. And then it's disappeared into the black hole of the universe. Now, every piece of content is live streamed there, recorded on audio here, recorded on video there. And then it can be transcribed. Like, good luck trying to write notes out of this fucking talk. <laughs> but it could be. So, write this down, W-A-V-L, W-A-V-L, write it down, W-A-V-L. All content, where possible, you should have in written, audio, video, and live forms. So, we went live on Facebook over there, 
and then Kieran will do 20 minutes or so before I get cancelled by Facebook, and then he'll do 20 minutes on Instagram. So we got live on Facebook, live on Instagram. Nick will give me the recording. We have the audio, which will go on my podcast, The Disruptive Entrepreneur, and then we can get a blog transcribed out of this. Just that content on the power of pissing people off could be its own blog, its own podcast episode. Now, I'm here. I've been paid for this speech. I'm still waiting for the money, though, Nick, wherever he's gone. (laughs) Got meal vouchers. (laughs) Lockdown. (laughs) have a couple of milk tokens back at school. So, like my driver drove us down here at 9.30, and yes, you judged me for having a driver. My driver drove me down here, 9.30 in the morning, we got here, had a supporters lunch, I did this talk, I'll sign a load of breasts, and then I'll fuck off. <laughs> That's how it's going to roll today. <laughs> Well, you, not even one have I done, but I know I've made when I have. Um, so this is like nearly a day of my time. I got paid £125,000 for a speech three months ago. I'm not getting paid that for this. So if I'm here and I'm spending from 9.30 till 5pm here, I might as well create an asset that will last me for the next five years. And I think the reason I think like that is because my upbringing of business is property. So I buy and I hold and I get a tenant in and the tenant pays the mortgage and I make a couple of hundred a month from every little single letter and I've got hundreds of them. And I never sell. And I build a portfolio. And like the first house I bought 20 years ago, 26, I rode. Papa Echo One, Four Sierra Alpha. That was the first property I bought 20 years ago. I'm still earning off that today. And the first podcast episode I did six years ago, how to do more of what you love. I'm still earning off that today. Because the content is an asset. I'm no guru, I'm no genius. I just figured out, if you're going to open your mouth and create content, make an asset out of it. Because then you get time leverage. You get scalability. So... Let's just look at this for a minute. Let's do the maths on this. Um, Halstead, are you all right to do the maths on this? Have you got a calculator on your phone? You cool? All right, so let, I'm probably going to cover about four of these, let's be honest. So let's say I cover four of these. So four plus four plus four. So we got, that's 12. Thanks, mum. <laughs> so we've got podcast, four episodes. This is one piece of content, but that's four episodes because it's separate. So it's four podcasts, four YouTube videos. It's actually five because I'll do the main one. So then that, that has, that's plus one. Yeah. So then we've got four, four Instagram videos. So you've already got that. Let's do four LinkedIn. So not plus four. Then we've got stories. I reckon we get 10 stories out of this. So do plus 10 Facebook stories, plus 10 LinkedIn stories, plus 10 Instagram stories. I reckon we'll get at least two blogs out of this, plus two. I reckon we'll get, this is quite good actually, because I've kind of come covering omnipresence at the same time. Like Graham and I on OnlyFans. <laughs> um, then we've got, I'll probably get four LinkedIn articles, so plus four. I'll get at least six pieces of content for the disruptive entrepreneur, so plus six. And let's do 10 other randoms. What's the grand total? 69. Funny that. <laughs> Laura? (laughs) Laura, I need a fucking drink now. Oh, my life. It's hot here. Right. So this piece of content 
has created 69 pieces of content. Wait a minute, that's, that's not how you roll here in London, is it? <laughs> there you go. So, let's finish the omnipresence bit. Omnipresence is the illusion that you are everywhere. But you are not, you are here. I am here, but there's the illusion that I'm on Facebook. There's the illusion that I'm on Instagram. And there will be the illusion that I'm regularly on social media. When in reality, I was here. Now, I think Nick's hired me for the last um, four expert empires he wanted Gary V, Grant Cardone, David Goggins to be my warm-up act. So, you know, that's why, that's why he brought them in. And so I can go back through those four talks, because, you know, Nick's no expense spared, and the quality of the video is good, so the audio quality is good. So I've... Halstead, I need you again. What's 69 times 4? 276? Yeah, 276. Smart as well, Laura, you know, just, just in case. So, omnipresence, is he your boyfriend? Fuck. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's smug. He's like, yeah. Sorry, mate. I'll sign your tits later. <laughs> right. So, I've done two for the price of one there. Omnipresence is the illusion that you're everywhere. You're in the feed of your ideal clients, your followers, your fans on social media through content repurposing. That's omnipresence. Um, and that's content repurposing or content as an asset. So, look, you might not yet be comfortable with having a videographer follow you around and do vlogs and all that kind of stuff. You know, there's always another level. But at least when you create content, I'll give you a couple of little practical tips to add to this as well. Get yourself a Zoom H1. So a Zoom H1 is just a device, a 12-inch 12, 12 12-inch device. Six-inch device. That didn't land, that one. I'll take that, I'll take that out of the next talk. Yeah, edit that one out. Yeah. So it's a six-inch device. And you can put a little Lavellier microphone on it, which is a clip-on mic. And anytime you do a live or a speech or anything like that, you can record the audio. So you immediately have audio on all video. If you ever go live, show me your hand if you do lives on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn, etc. Okay, so if you ever go live, put the Zoom H1 on, hit the record button, and you have the audio asset. By the way, when you go live on Facebook, you can download the video onto your phone and then you have the video, you know, in HD. So then you have that as an asset. Right, what are we doing next? Have a pick. Yeah, all right, Influencer 3.0. This is a nice quick one. This was supposed to be the introduction. Influencer 1.0 was... Actor, actress, celebrity, singer, mainstream media, famous person. Influencer 2.0, Instagrammer, lifestyler, traveler, pouter, selfier, you know, um, what's that? Reality TV star. That was Influencer 2.0. Influencer 3.0, write this down, content creator. It, the game has completely changed. Content creator. Joe Rogan, Tim Ferriss, Grant Cardone, Gary Vee, many of the speakers that Nick has, David Goggins, Marissa Peer, Jordan Peterson. I think I've interviewed all of those guys. They are expressing their passion and making tens or hundreds of millions of dollars. So we are in Influencer 3.0, colon, the creator economy, motherfuckers. No? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I told you I'm going to enjoy this. Um, so what does that mean for you? That means 
What makes your heart sing, you can make income from it. The thing that you suppress because you go to work doing something you hate, you can reverse that now. That's liberation, isn't it? That's liberation. Your pain, you can turn into profit. You know, look at, um, what's his name? Jocko Willink. I mean, I guess many of you know him or Ant Middleton. You know, these ex-military guys, the shit they must have seen and the trauma they must hold. And now they're all millionaires by using that content to help other people. I mean, that's, that's good for the, for the universe, for the soul. That's a great gift. It's a great gift. I would challenge you if you have this gift inside of you and you're not putting out there and you're not building a personal brand, you're denying people that gift. So what you do is create. That's your job. Create. Start creating. So NFT. An NFT, I mean, does anyone actually know what the fuck one of those is? Yes, I know what it stands for, Dave. (laughs) It's a non-fungible token. So what the fuck is that? It's art. Digital art. Could be. (laughs) Let's be honest. No one really knows what it is. We understand a bit about the blockchain, but we don't really. Apparently, you can NFT pretty much anything. Some people are telling me you can NFT a book, you can NFT a piece of art, you can NFT an audiogram, a piece of music. Artists and creators and DJs, what they are doing, they are creating digital real estate. I'd write that down, digital real estate. And your content is digital real estate. That's what it is. So probably... 15 years ago, there was this guy called Alex Tew, T-E-W. Anyone remember him? Million dollar homepage. The page is still up today. And what he did is he set up a one-page website, and he sold pixels. And he made more than a million dollars selling just a single fold, so no scroll, one-page website. It's still there to this day. Million dollar homepage, and Coca-Cola, and Pepsi, and McDonald's, and whoever bought little pixels. That's digital real estate. So digital real estate is not that new, but it's much newer than land. Like land is millions of years old. And before digital real estate, how did you understand real estate? Land and property. That's how you understood it. And now we have this... I mean, I remember 15 years ago, these were computer games like SimCity came out, where you can build like a, an online world. And what's that... Minecraft and all this stuff. And people go into fantasy mode. No, it's fucking real right now for entrepreneurs. So your content is digital real estate. So you can now see how all these are linked together. Because if you just do content to a black hole, you don't record it, you don't save it, you don't get the audio, the written, then you're not having digital real estate. But every viral sensation that you've ever seen had their one video. The one video, the first one that made them a viral sensation. And that will still be on the internet. Still generating loads of views and interest. What bit was I on? I don't know. Oh yeah, Influencer 3.0. So we've done that. We've done that. All right, let's do information next because I'll be super quick on that one as well. So information is you turning ideas into income. Write that down, ideas into income. Dyson did it, Richard Branson does it, Elon Musk does it, Jeff Bezos does it. Amazon was just a bookstore online. Everyone that you look up to or you want to model or you think is successful has turned an idea into income. Now, I like the information space. Here's why. You don't need premises. There's no rent. There's no overhead. There is, but not much fixed overhead. You can do it with no or low staff. So the margin on information is massive. If you had to buy a building and get staff, 
and get stock, all of that is sunk cost, which might take you years to get your money back on. Like, I don't know if you ever go down Bond Street. So McQueen and Louboutin, they're my favorite brands, and I go in there every time. I spend a lot of money to look this stupid just before you were saying it. And I look at the shop fits. The shop fit in McQueen, that's millions of pounds. It's like art. They've got... Maybe I've funded it, but I mean, they've got to sell a lot of clothes just to get back to net zero. But you've got Zoom, Facebook Lives, Instagram Lives. You've got podcasts. You've got YouTube, where you don't need any of that. You don't even need to put your fucking pants on. Just, just be a bit careful. And you can create digital real estate. Yeah, everyone's bitching and moaning and whining and complaining. Uh, I find that fascinating. So let's move on then. So I've made more than 150 million pounds. And if you hate me for that, that's on you, not on me, because that's just a fact. More than 150 million pounds selling information. I was 26 years old, couldn't even grow a beard when I started. And by the way, I'm not the biggest in the world at that. I'm sure there's people who've done 500 million, turning ideas into income, rants into revenue. Yeah, that's a pretty sweet business model. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. All right, let's go to MSRI next. Multiple streams of income. Multiple streams of income used to be a luxury, now it's a necessity. If you have lockdown 17.0, you know, there's long COVID now. There'll be marathon COVID next. Are you all right, me being this close? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. Yes, yes, thank you. <laughs> I fucking love it. I just love it. Um, yeah, there's a lot of shit going on in the world. So you need to protect yourself. So yeah, I'm talking about personal brand. By the way, I didn't even tell you the title of my talk. Sorry, I forgot. 50 minutes in. Building your personal brand, the evolution and revolution of the personal brand. This is the subject of the talk. But you need to protect yourself from threats, disruptions, governments. I'm telling you, if you're a business owner, the tax is coming. They're going to tax you for fucking breathing. Oh, you inhaled. That'll be 50 quid. <laughs> I'll just swipe that off you. So you've got to be ready. I say this because I care. You've got to be ready. Thanks for the feedback. <laughs> yes, sir. yes, sir. Right. So I believe... The single best asset that creates multiple streams of income is your personal brand. Now, by the way, you might say, well, you would say that, Rob, because you're biased. I'm actually not, because I did property for, well, I've done property for 15 years. And it didn't take very long. I'm talking months, not years, for my personal brand to outgrow the brand of progressive property in my property portfolio. So I'm going to now just list a load of income streams from personal brand. I don't have a lot of time. Um, I just want to list them for you, and then you can go and research which ones you think could work for you. Don't start them all at once. Build them up over time. So number one is, on Facebook, there's supporters, stars, and there's also... Well, you can run ads on, on your content on Facebook. Like, if you do a live, when you publish it, you can then run ads on that video. So on Facebook... You've got ads, supporters, and stars. So write those down. If you do Facebook, if you like Facebook, if you're posting content on Facebook anyway, you should be generating that income. I make about 300 and something thousand pounds a month on, on social media. I remember someone on my, um, trying to troll me, how much money do you make on social media then, Rob, you dick? Yeah, about four million a year. And I don't, you don't even have to pay. for. And, I, and you might hate me for saying that, but that's just a fact. Facts are facts. If you hate me for facts, I can't help that. I can just let that go. Um, right. I'm going to give you a link. And I'm going to show you something. You're all on your phone anyway, so get your phone out if you're not. And put the um, URL 
rob.team into any browser of your choice. Everyone's wearing APs. Look at you and your AP. AP. So um, get any browser out. Safari, Google. Is that a browser? No, that's a search engine. And just put in rob.team. R-O-B dot T-E-A-M. So what you'll see there is a platform I've built. I have about 3,000 subscribers, and they all pay £5 a month for premium content. Are some of you not getting it? Are some of you getting it? My fucking website's down. Everyone's getting the same thing, so that means it's not you. It's me. That's the story of my fucking life, that is. Yeah. I've been censored. Never mind. All right, well, make a note. Just write on your page, rob.team. Kieran, that's pretty shit, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what we do about that. Yeah, it's bad timing. Anyway, um, I've built a platform which usually works. Um, what happened? Yeah, I couldn't afford the hosting. $12.99 a year. <laughs> My tenants aren't paying. It doesn't matter. Um, but when you can log on to rob.team, what you'll see there is I've built a platform that has about 3,000 members and they pay £5 a month for premium content. That is what Facebook supporters is on Facebook. And that is also what Patreon is. So write rob.team, write Patreon. You've already written Rob, uh, Facebook supporters and stars. You've already written Facebook ads. You've then got YouTube ads and YouTube premium. So they're the two ways you can earn money off your content. And on YouTube... Ads, you'll get eight to twenty pound a thousand views, and so if you want to hack getting loads of money, interview successful, famous people, and hack their audience. So you've got up there hacking virality. I'm not going to have time to cover that, but if you interview people with bigger following than you, you hack into their audience. I interviewed Jordan Peterson. I got about fifty thousand new subscribers on my channel just from interviewing Jordan. Because, you know, Jordan Peterson, Rob Moick searches in Google. Same with David Goggins, David Icke, you know, people like that, the billionaires, etc. that I've interviewed. So that's how you hack virality. And if you've got your ad revenue turned on, that um, Jordan Peterson video made about £35,000 from one video from his audience. I didn't even have to come up with the content. All I had to do was ask him six or seven questions. That's the power of having a personal brand. That's why I have a podcast. Ultimately, why I have a podcast? Connections. I have 15, 16 billionaires I've interviewed. Not all of them have I got their mobile number, but some of them I have. Connections. Connecting to their audience. I'm going back to Isle of Wight to interview David Icke for our round two. That's likely to be a five million view piece of content. I've got that second interview because I've got the relationship from the first interview. So interviews, write this down. I know I've opened like 14 loops at this stage. Interviews equals connections. Connections to them. Like it's pretty useful knowing a few billionaires. And connections to their audience. All right, on Instagram now, there's ads and badges. There's also, you can do ads on IGTV and there is sponsorships and collaborations. There's about five. Now, by the way, when I say ads, I don't mean you're running ads. I mean ads are run on your channel and you're getting revenue for it. So I'm only talking about your income streams. Ads that you run is your expense. So, this, so I don't know. We're probably not quite on 18 yet. I know of 18. But why would you not do an Instagram Live a day if you knew that you could build up to that? Why wouldn't you? People are too impatient. So, Kieran, who's my head of brand, we've just been given a new Facebook 
account manager. So I have about four Facebook account managers. Ads, my page, supporters, I think maybe stars. You only really get them if they really think you're an influencer, you're verified, etc. on social media. And we just got assigned a new one because my old one left. And she said, today or Monday next week, we're launching audio rooms on Facebook. And as you are verified and as you have 3,000 supporters, you're going to be one of the first people to be given this tool. I was one of the first 50 or 100 people to be given supporters, one of the first, was it 20 or 30 to be given stars? There was about 20 or 30 of us in the world. My mum always said I was special. And by the way, I don't have as many followers as many other influencers, so why me? Why me? I asked the same question. I've asked it for 42 fucking years. Why me? Because you've got a good connection with your community and you've got loyal following. Like, you go on my videos and pound for pound, I get a lot of comments. I know someone with 3 million um, Facebook followers gets about 30 likes and 8 comments. I've got 168,000 Facebook followers and I'll sometimes get... 500, 1,000, 1,500 comments. So write this down, because I'm not bragging, I'm just telling you, it's about engagement, not size of your following. You can go viral on a video on YouTube with one subscriber. That's another thing about hacking virality. You don't need a million followers anymore. You need to be in related search. I've actually nearly done all my content, which is a big surprise to myself. I've got one minute and 50. Do you know what? Let's do a couple of questions. I'm here to serve you. So, subscription. I was going to get you to all join Rob.team and make £3.49 off you all. It's the fucking least you could do. But the fucking website's down! Can't pay for me chips! Oh, it's working. Is it working? <laughs> right, who's got a question? What's your name, sir? Uh, Nathan Ross. Nathan Ross. Nathan, how you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Really good, man. Um, what's the best way to transition... Oh, hello. <laughs> I've got a big enough voice. Um, what's the best way to transition from being vanilla to open and honest and straightforward to get them people? Uh, just be yourself. My, my issue is... Mate, you're not vanilla. I, I'm, I'm not shitting you. I was checking you out. <laughs> Nathan, stand up. Stand up. Oh, fucking hell. Right. I'm not just saying this. I'm not, but if I was, I would, but I'm not. I'll get your number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you are not vanilla. Look at you. Okay. You are not vanilla. No one is vanilla when they are themselves. Okay, so you just literally just go and do it. Yeah. Okay, cool. You put your hand up, you got the first question. Cool. You're bold. You're here. Go in there, get in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, no one's vanilla when you are yourself. No one. What's your name, sir? Hi, Matt. Matt, Mike, sorry, I'm a shout. Hey, thanks, Rob. Yeah, um, a guy I follow online, Daniel Priestley, was talking about content. And what he's saying is that for any content you create, you've got to spend four times that value in pushing it out there in ads. Otherwise, it's not worth it. What do you think? Um, Daniel's my friend, I know him very well, so I, I can tell you that um, he's correct if you haven't been able to go viral or you haven't worked out getting growth organically. And Daniel won't mind me saying this, that's not his game. You, you know, it, Daniel's content is really good and thoughtful. He doesn't do a, a massive amount of it and he's not in the organic game. Um, I'll tell you my strategy. And then you can teach this to Daniel and you can charge him instead of the other way around. <laughs> but basically what I do is about, it ends up being about five times a week, but it could be three or it could be seven. I newsjack on subjects that people are talking about and generally speaking, go and rant about something that I think is fundamentally wrong or fundamentally right. And it's those pieces of content that get me the virality. So when the pandemic happened, I went on a rant and I got a million views in less than three days. And I, uh, I mean, that kind of relatively blew up my Facebook page. You do that and then you weave in your branded content. And when I say branded, I don't mean looks pretty, I mean what you're about. 
So I'm about helping people start and scale their business and get better financial knowledge. So I news jacked on Ronaldo playing for Man U and getting a 500 grand a week salary. I news jacked on footballers and why they get paid more than nurses. I news jacked when South Park did a deal for 900 million. I just news jacked on the um, four day work week news from Scotland, which is where I got all those really nice comments that I read out. Um, and like, how to hack virality, the mod, you, you want to write this down because this, I'll probably, I'll probably do one more question, but this next bit will be worth your entire fees and time and travel and everything else being here. And that is, every day, check the news and check the trends and find news or hashtags or trends that you can link to your niche and then go for it. My content was quadrupled when the lockdown first started, leveraging that. My friend Dan Gregory, he launched a pandemic podcast. He's got 30 million um, views and listeners he's had on it, I think, something like that. He's just gone wild. Now, I didn't do that because the, like, talking about the, the COVID and the pandemic and going down and marching in London, it's not my brand, it's not my niche. So you're clear on your brand, and then anything that happens in that niche, you just check the trends, the news, and you go for it. When Harry and Meghan went on Oprah, and they got a surprise, surprise, 100 million pound Netflix and Spotify deal, I commented on that. And what that does, that gives you the virality. And what it does is, one, it brings a load more people to you, but two, it opens up the algorithm. I made a saying earlier, and I want you to check it and write it down again. The universe is a mirror. This is a universal law. The universe is a mirror, which means everything you do unto others, every, everything that others do unto you, you've done to them. Everything you perceive in others, you have in yourself. Everything you disown in yourself, exists in others. Everything that you judge people for, you've done yourself. The universe is a mirror. And it, it takes wisdom to see it, but it is true. Anyone who doesn't want haters has hated before. Thank you. Another orgasm. This is fucking epic. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say, though, because I was just distracted. Um, so, social media algorithm is a mirror. I'll tell you what makes me laugh. People who comment on my post going, this post is shit. And they don't realise the algorithm's going to give them fucking more of that. The, uh, the joke is on them. The more they post on my shit posts, the more the shit posts of mine they see. And then they have a go at me for it. It's hilarious. So, newsjacking, trends, breaking news. Get on breaking news in your industry really quick. Or something that everyone's talking about, but bridge it in and link it to what you do. That'll make you a lot of money. And that's what Daniel doesn't do, because it's just not his game. What he said is, is true. Like when you launch a book, you might spend six months writing it, but you should spend the next four years promoting it. He is right about that. I just go and write another book and another book and another book. So I take one more, and then I've got to go. Yes, what's your name? Hi, Catherine. Nice and loud. Thanks for coming, by the way. <laughs> Hi, Rob. Um, right, when it comes to launching a podcast, um, is it acceptable for us to copy across audio from videos and lives, etc.? Or, as some influencers have said, do you need to create fresh, original content for your podcast when you first launch? Um, it depends. So, to start with, it is acceptable to repurpose content. As you grow your channels, you will benefit from having unique content but there's a trade-off of time and ROI. But look at Joe Rogan, probably the top in the game. Sold his podcast for $100 million to Spotify and makes $30 million a year in ads. And he does his podcast in his studio and he just records it and puts it on YouTube. It's exactly the fucking same. So anyone who tells you you have to have unique content across all channels, what they're saying is the utopia is to have unique content across all channels. So there's a different user experience across all channels. But that's like level 38 on Tekken. You, you know, I'm just freaking learning a punch. So start with being focused on one channel. Like Facebook, 
do the live and then take the recording and put it on YouTube. And then a week later, put it on another channel. So content repurposing 1.0 is just take the live and slap it everywhere. 2.0 is take the live and then put it on different channels at different weeks or different days or months. Content 3.0 is taking the same content but topping it and tailing it and making it look different with different filters and different times. You know, the only level, content level 4.0 and 5.0 is a unique across all channels, but Grant Cardone and Gary Vee and all the big influencers in the entrepreneur space, they're not doing that, they're content repurposing. Cool, thanks very much, it's been a pleasure, love you all, I'm out of here.